Welcome to the Grace-Filled and Graceful Podcast, where we break free from feeling like we have to be in constant hustle mode in order to hit our success goals while growing our online businesses. I'm your host, Jennifer Emanuel, and I share bite-sized, actionable strategies, systems, and tips that allow you to focus on your God-given strengths and experience so that you can provide a great income for your family and all in a way that feels good to your soul. Let's start today's conversation. Hey, it's Jen. Welcome to Gracefield and Graceful Podcast. We're glad you're here this week. And I have some reminders. If this is the first time you're listening into our podcast, be sure that you come back here again next week because I, uh, at the end of each podcast, I give out, sh- I give shout outs to those new cities. First of all, new cities that are joining us uh, from last week or any time of the, the, the lifetime of this podcast. Uh, and so I want to be sure that your city is, is called out there. Also, be sure that if you are getting some uh, benefits from this, please don't be afraid to share. Uh, we want to make sure we, we want to make sure that we spread this information far and wide. And actually, we have been listened to in every continent right now, except for South America. So all the other continents, uh, Gracefield and Graceful has been heard on those um, those parts of the world. We're excited to uh, take this God-centered podcast and help you to grow your online business in a way that feels great to your soul by using your God-given talents. And today, I'm actually going to go back a little bit. I'm going to go back to some, some tips, actual ideas to implement to grow your online business. We had been getting, I wanted to take a different approach for a couple of reasons. Number one, I've been getting a lot of new business. And so I wanted to make sure that this podcast can continue in a way that's beneficial, but it will need to be a little shorter. So so today's podcast will be a little different. Um, And I wanted to be sure that there's going to be some tips in there that are actionable that you can implement immediately, some, some viewpoints, some um, ways of thinking that might be fresh, uh, but revitalizing to your soul um, and encouraging. Another change that uh, I'm making, uh, mainly for time purposes, is uh, I this week, anyways. I have taken some of the uh, LinkedIn posts that I uh, have dropped, or I'm going to drop this week, uh, covering this particular topic about time. And so instead of an actual video of me speaking, uh, you are going to be seeing, if you're watching this on YouTube or any other streaming service, you're going to be actually seeing those posts. So I hope that that is enjoyable. Let's get started. Although my ultimate goal is to walk you through uh, answering the call, the program I've developed and how to grow an online business that really feels great to your soul, that allows you to be 100% you and use the gifts God has given you. I want uh, to give you something that you can use today. Okay, so let's focus on that. You're going to be able to have access to, of course, the podcast in the past, as well as information on LinkedIn uh, that I provide. And I have lots and lots of videos over on YouTube and other streaming services. So you can see all of that in the show notes. But I want to give you something timely, something, speaking of time, (laughs) something that you can use immediately. Um, Answering the call is what you can build your online business to and run it through. However, what what can help you today? What, What can I give you that you can run with? And so the thought going into today is how can I help help you now? How can I help you now? What kind of things are important to you now? 
well, online business owner, uh, online business owner or grower, uh, and we are in the very beginning of April. And so, what are we looking forward to? Well, we have holiday coming up. We also have well, several several holidays coming up, but also May and June equals a different shift. Uh, in how you run your life and run your business. And and that is the kiddos are going to be out for summer. So some flexibility is required and we want to make sure that the time that we're given, well, we always want to make sure the time that we're given uh, that we are putting into growing our online business is um, is used well, and you may have heard um, a bunch of different things as far as time management. That's a that's a that's a like a, a super highway that people <laughs> yeah people can go down. It can get it can get overwhelming. Um, you hear time management, effective use of time, efficient use of time, you management. I've I've said that before. Time it's not really managing time; it's managing yourself. But a lot of us are here to grow an online business as the leader. And you don't necessarily want to add to your plate management. And to manage something, it takes a whole bunch of different energy. Would you not agree? So instead of focusing on managing your time, let's focus on just using the time that you're given well. Not worrying about not having enough of it, um, not coming at it from a place of lack or fear, but thankfulness and appreciativeness and gratitude and using what we've been given well. And so I, I kind of created a dichotomy here that I wanted to go over with you as part of this bo- uh, broadcast, this podcast about time. It kind of goes from one to another. If you're looking or if you have seen the uh, information that I posted on LinkedIn this week about the, the posts about working your, using your God-given strengths versus how other people are showing you how to grow an online business, you'll see that the energy is way different. The frustration level is way different. The growth potential is way different. The uh, opportunity to enjoy the journey is way different. And so we're going to go through one after another and kind of say kind of how the world, so to speak, uh, how we've been, if if you've been online and looking to grow a business for any amount of time, you'll see how, quote unquote, the world has opportunities for you to learn from them. And then there's the other side, how to grow it in a godly way, using your godly strengths, your godly gifts in a way that feels great to your soul, which brings joy and just enjoying the journey so much more. So let's go from one side to another uh, to get a better, uh, maybe opening some opportunities for uh, new thoughts, or uh, I know when I was am learning this, when I'm still learning it, when I have learned it, when I've learned the difference between running things on one side versus running things on the other, it's not only been aha, an aha thing for me, but it's also been a, a way that I can relax in knowing that I can do what I can do with what I've been given, and I can be excited about it and thankful about it. But I don't have to pull myself into directions that I was never meant to go. And neither do you. So let's get started on this. How it's always been done. So this is one way of thinking. Uh, If you want to achieve success, you find somebody you like. You, um, well, maybe you don't even find somebody you like. You find somebody else that's been successful. And you copy what they've done. In my 20 plus years of working for myself through the direct selling industry, I had lots of access to lots of lots of people who are successful, lots of great people who are successful. And 
I literally burned myself out trying to things how other people did them based on their success with it, thinking that there must be some kind of a checklist that you do these things, you get this result. Uh, without considering, uh, many times at the beginning, how different the person is from me and how um, their strengths are different than my strengths. And what God asked them to do is probably different than what God asked me to do. So I was limited in the pers- perce- uh, perspe- uh, perception of, of this thought, how it's always been done. Now, a company that I am with has a lot of tradition um, it's been around for 50-something years. Uh, the founder is world-renowned and highly looked up to for her um, business sense, her stick and the people that are part of the company, especially the leadership team, um, well, everybody, holds her at high regard, and she's, de- she's very deserving of that. There are uh, a lot of traditions, so to speak, with the way of growing the business. And I don't have any, I don't think there's anything wrong with tradition. And there's a lot of amazing, wonderful things centered around traditions. But when we take the tradition and we make it the reason for being versus yielding to what God has asked us, I think we put ourselves in a position where there can be a breakdown. So let's talk about this. Building your business in a way that has always been, it's always been done this way. When you're working with that type of mentality, you're working against a lot of things. It's an uphill battle. There's other people's opinions, having to take those into consideration, whether we want to or not. There's a place of lack, a limitedness. There is also um, a whole bunch of potential guilt, uh, guilt maybe even to manipulate. There's a whole bunch of shoulds. You should do it this way because that's how we've always done it. Or your leader does it this way. Or um, any anything having to do with guilt or shame. I think I've talked about this before. When you try to copy somebody, even if you copy them to a T and even if the results are good, it's just a copy. And the farther you get from the original, the more opportunity you have of faltering. So there's a lot of, as I was writing this list, I was imagining how this felt inside my body, this type of thought process, building whatever it is the way it's always been done, even if it has shown to be really great over time. I imagined it as sand slipping through my fingers or slime or something that the more you try to control it, the less control you have over it, leading to a lot of internal frustration. And if I can put a name to anything, if I can put a name to growing a business over the past 20 years, it has been, the word has been frustrating, especially when you get into checkmarking all the things that you're supposed to do in order to have success and not having the success while watching other people have the success. Okay, so let's get down to what I call bottom line business, just the, the very core of who we are as humans and how we've been made and how and who in whose likeness we've been made how focusing on not how it's always been done but focusing on 
our strengths that God has given us. Not focusing on opinions or um, the validity or strength of or wisdom of how leaders have done things in the past, but the facts of the bottom line in business, whose you are, who you are, your strengths, and the grace and freedom and lightedness that surrounds all of that. So this is all in regard to time. Okay, I think I'm going to start this part here with time and then go back. Okay, in regard to time, let's talk about how working with your strengths that you've been given by God in a way that feels great to your soul, in a way that brings glory to the Lord, will be the bottom line. And it runs everything else. So instead of you being in the center and you're giving out all of your energy to all of those things that I just went through, imagine getting your energy from the inside, knowing yourself, knowing your strengths, knowing your Lord, being in great relationship with him in daily communication, multiple times daily, of of listening and asking and waiting on him. You're surrounded with God as the center. And while we are striving to find stability in any other way, if you are building anything with God in the center, it's the solid rock that we hear of in so many of those songs. It's the unbreakable foundation. A foundation that will stand up to everything. Even the strength of the test of time. You're dealing with facts that show lightness and abundance versus feeling like it's coming from a place of lack or fear. You're seeing the light and the grace and the joy. If you go back to the the world's way, it's focused very much on what's possible. What the world deems as possible, which is is fleeting and unstable and fear-inducing and stress-causing and anxiety-releasing. And you finish with, for bottom line business, that all things are possible. That your source is infinite and omnipresent and loving. The way that we can use our conversation with him to build upon and to grow this online business in a way that serves the body by using our gifts in a way that feels great to our soul. How it's always been done, how it should be done. So anytime you throw that should in there, you are uh, really adding how, how it should be done. Anytime you add the word should in there, you're adding a lot of guilt and shame. And as far as energy flow and vibration levels, since our body is energy and thoughts and emotions create different energy, the idea of guilt and shame are the lowest forms of energy in the body. Only lower than guilt and shame is death. And so when you add should in there, you are vibrating from a place of guilt and shame. Which, as believers, we 
don't have to worry about being condemned by that. So if you're looking at how to build your online business and you're looking at a way and how, how should I do this, you are limiting yourself and your business growth and your outreach and your effectiveness in helping the body of Christ. The next thought process is how others say it's possible to do. You may have noticed that the world of online business has um, been growing very quickly. It, I believe it offers a lot of great benefits to our health, to our lifestyle, and it can be very rewarding financially. And so a lot of people are taken to this this media, this this way of growing. What I have noticed, uh, seen a pattern with in this online world is the fact that if someone is building an online business and they're coaching you to do something, they're providing a service. One of the things that they have to do in order to guarantee more income, meaning that you stay with them for as long as possible, is telling you what is possible. And kind of teaching that it's only possible if you do it the way that they explain. Now, I've learned this principle that that is not correct uh, over, like I said, the past 20 years um, through mistakes, going down roads that thought were necessary to take in order to get where I wanted to go. They ended up being dead ends. When we are now working with the idea of using your God-given talents and putting into play a way of building your business that feels right to your soul, the only opinion that we get to cling to is the Lord's opinion about what he says is possible. So that frees you up from falling victim to uh, an online guru that is interested in mainly your money and complete capitalization on their success versus leaving it up to you and the Lord to grow. Thus, the lightness that helps you to enjoy the journey instead of experiencing the frustration. So let's go over what we talked about today. Over the past week, I've posted on LinkedIn, which is where I'm most um, present, several different viewpoints of going from using your God-given talents versus what other online teachers may be suggesting and teaching. Why? To save you time. Because in the long run, yes, you want to build an online business that pays you full-time income in a way that's really fulfilling, in a way that feels great to your soul, using your talents. But immediately, what can you focus on right now? And it's all about using your time well, without fear-based words like time management, self-management, you're running out of time, anything having to do with hurry or hustle, anything having to do with frustration and lack and fear and grasping at straws and comparing it with using our God-given talents and working in a way that we've been made. You can see how it would give you the opportunity to use your time well, to feel satisfaction at the end of a day or at the end of a task, to know that potentially you're helping lots of other people if you want to be at a place in your business where you grow your team that allows other people to work with you to use their skills, to use their God-given gifts to work together toward a goal that is of God and for God. And so today we covered how it's always been done, how it should be done, how others are doing it, how it can be done, as in what's possible. So hopefully this time together has given you some new thoughts, new perspectives, but most of all, what I wanted to go into this opportunity to, to share with you on the podcast is... Everything that you have, everything that you already need to do this, you have because of who you are, whose you are, and grace. So it eliminates a lot of time, a lot of frustration, a lot of heaviness, 
and now it gives you complete opportunity to enjoy the journey as you serve the body in a way that you've been asked. All right, although we didn't do a lot of the other things today, I am going to talk about, I am going to do some shout outs for who, um, if there's any new cities that have joined us from the podcast in previous weeks, some different countries. So we have Texas, California, Germany, Illinois, Michigan, Ontario, uh, Africa, Japan, Virginia, uh, Australia, Norway, Oregon, Utah, Vermont, Pennsylvania, and Scotland. 